Welcome to the Life-Changing Fitness Podcast. All we do is change lives. What up guys, Dan Wheeler here. I hope you are all well. So, hi, woken up in a bad mood today and the Daily Mail is getting my full wrath. Today's episode is number eight and it's called Why Are the Daily Mail Fucktards? I should probably explain at this point there's going to be a lot of expletives in this podcast. So if you don't like swear words, um, please just unfollow me in general because I swear a lot. It's part of my passion. And um, and this is warranted. There is, there's a time and place for expletives. Um, I'm a big fan of if you have to result to expletives then you've lost a um, you've lost the control of an argument um, and in other times I don't give a fuck and the Daily Mail have really pissed me off now this morning someone posted an article on Facebook um, and it was about how um, let me just bring up my Twitter because I posted it on Twitter um, how drinking a glass of wine will mean you have to do an hour on the treadmill to burn it off. Which again, is complete bollocks and whoever the journalist was who wrote that is a fucktard and needs to go back to school to learn how to write. Um, or at least investigate, uh, have a common sense of anything um, and um, not resemble that of a chimpanzee. And uh, it took me uh, all of 10 minutes to then scroll through um, their website under the health section. And I thought I would uh, highlight some of these, uh, some of these articles, which if you scroll down, are some of, the, some of the biggest headlines. Now, we know for a fact that headlines sell papers, don't we? Okay, so it's the headline which is the message. Now, people, I, I believe there's a statistic out there that it's somewhere in the high 90s. High 90% of people will read the headline associated with the image and make their own conclusion of the article without even reading it. Um, and uh, it's, it's this which sells newspapers. It's this which causes confusion. And uh, you could argue the public are to blame. You could, to some extent, for, you know, not taking the time to read the article. Or you could argue that it's the newspaper's obligation, it's the journalist's obligation to not be a fucktard and to write a fucking sensible headline. The first one here is uh, the headline, big bold letters, what to know the best, sorry, excuse me, want to know the best new way to lose weight, question mark, just put some butter in your coffee. A new, a new caffeine craze is sweeping cafes. And, is, and it's the weirdest yet. Labelled Bullet Coffee or Fat Black, it can be found at trendy food stores. The combined ingredients are said to make a breakfast in a cup. Those are the three bullet points behind that sentence. Now, let me explain this. The Bulletproof Coffee has been around for several years within the fitness industry. Okay, You can either use butter or you can use cocoa oil. And it's 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 just a, a a way to flavor coffee instead of using sugar, and it offers an MCT um, energy-based um, medium-chain triglyceride um, fat as an energy source. Okay, that's all it is. That doesn't help you lose weight. Okay, it's a coffee with a bit of flavoring with a different form of energy than sugar. 
That's all it is. This is not some miracle fucking fat loss cure. This is not a new craze sweeping the weirdest cafes in the nation. This is not combined ingredients to um, replace breakfast. It's fucking bollocks. (sighs) Next one. How drinking one glass of wine improves your looks. Booze can make you beautiful, but stay away from that second glass. Okay, so we've heard earlier that they've done an article on wine and how um, it can take an hour to burn off on the treadmill. But here they're promoting it. Here they're saying it can make you look beautiful. Let's look a little bit deeper. The four bullet points underneath it. Wine and other alcohol can dilate pupils and bring on rosy cheeks. It also relaxes facial muscles to make people appear approachable. But after two glasses, the changes are too exaggerated to improve looks. Scientists say that if you combine... Sorry, if your companion is drinking too, this may not matter. I do love the idea of a scientist who has studied whatever their their particular profession is within the scientific arena for at least four to ten years has been interviewed about one glass of wine improving the looks. Now, let's open this up. And so, a glass of wine does not improve your look. What it does is it dilates your pupils and brings on a little bit of rosy red cheeks. Now, that doesn't make you beautiful. It means that you've just drunk some fucking alcohol. And the more drunk you get, the more... drunk your companion gets the better looking they are well again that's not true it's just that your inhibitions are lowered you're more horny and they're like you're more likely to shag them it's not a case of making someone beautiful next one how your star this one's amazing how your star sign could dictate your dieting success from ditching sugar to taking up aerobics Astrologer reveals her slimming tips for each sign. Astrologer Gillian Knowles explains her star signs affect dieting habits. From going organic to ditching alcohol, she, she, she shares tips for each star sign. Oh my god. Taurines could be careful with sugar, while Leos should avoid sources. Cancerians are comfort eaters, while Capricorns need more calcium. What utter, utter fucking trollop. I've never... That's possibly the worst headline. I'm... I'm, Well, I'm speechless. I'm I'm speechless. Gillian Knowles, you're a fucktard. Okay? First of all, star signs. Okay? There's 12 of them, I believe. So, straight away, we're all meant to be placed into 12 specific folders, are we? 7.2 billion people on the planet, we all fit into 7 folders. What utter shite. And the fact that that then also dictates our dieting influences. The fact that Capricorns need more calcium. So, let's do the maths. Seven... Let's do the maths. Let me get my calculator, okay? Let me just work this out. Let's, let's, you know, let's really fucking open this up for debate, okay? 7.2... Billion people divided into 12. Oh, the calculator is broken. Uh, seven. 
Uh, seven two one two three one two three. Well, and the calculator only goes up seven hundred <laughs> twenty million. All right, let's call it seven hundred twenty million. I can just times that by ten, divided by twelve. So six six hundred million people, six hundred million Capricorns are calcium deficient, according to Gillian Knowles. And six hundred million Leos need to avoid sources. Gillian, you're a fucking idiot. It's just mental. And people read this, and the, the, the people which are suckered into the star sign bollocks are now going are now likely to think I need to avoid sources. Which then just opens up the whole mental dieting confusion. Right, here's another one. And have a little well, there's a little bit of science here actually I can 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 try and help on. The the again the headline, big bold letters with some bullet points underneath it. Confused about which diet is right for you? Let us take all the stress away and design you a fully bespoke life-changing plan. All we do is change lives. Danielwheeler.co.uk. Um it it hasn't hasn't actually um published the author it just says daily mail reporter so they're hiding there um, the headline how a how a high salt diet can protect skin raised sodium levels can help boost the immune system and fight off germs that cause skin conditions research has found eating salt can protect against skin infections raised sodium levels boost immune system and fight off germs Mice with high salt diet healed infections in their feet more quickly. Findings by German researchers published in the Journal of the Cell Metabolism. Okay, now I get it. Scientists use mice for many experiments because physiologically there are some similarities. Okay, so there, 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 is, a, there is a notion here. The issue that I have with this article is the fact that we've been led to believe that over the many years that salt is bad for us, it leads to heart disease, high blood pressure, causes heart attacks, strokes. And that may, there may well be a link, okay? However, it's just uneducated bullshit, okay? Let's break down what salt is. When you think salt, you think table salt, correct? The whole nation is going to think that. Wrong. That is not salt, okay? That is not what we should be consuming. That is bad salt, okay? Salt is, is, is taken out of the ground. The mineral, sodium, is taken out of the ground and it's actually processed. It's heated up to around 1,200 degrees Fahrenheit and therefore 97.5% of that salt, the sodium chloride, we can't absorb. We can only absorb 2.5% of it. It makes it pretty pretty pointless. It just adds a little bit of flavour to our taste buds. Now, proper salt, if you take, for example, Himalayan salt, which hasn't been processed, it actually gives us all 84 natural minerals that we need in, in our body. That's proper salt. That's what should, we should be eating. That's the one that helps with... Um, with our immune system that's the one that helps with um, bodily functions electrolytes that's the one that helps um, uh, help brain function and, 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 and so many more things okay it's not table salt 
So when you read a headline, high salt, high salt diet can protect skin, you've got people here that are just going to douse their food in salt or not look at the back of the label or care about the salt content. Fucking hell. Right, next one. <laughs> Headline. Again, some bullet points. How long do you have left to live? Question mark. That's a bold line straight away. Treadmill test predicts your chance of dying in the next 10 years. For fuck's sake. Test involves running three minutes segments on a treadmill. The speed needs to gradually increase along with growing incline. Runners then plug in their vital statistics into a basic formula. As well as age and gender, the formula factors in peak heart rate. It also looks at the ability to tolerate exertion as measured by METs. Scientists say the test is more useful than existing stress exams. Now, we have a name to this, um, this article. It's it written by Ellie. Ellie, forgive me to some extent because I can't pronounce your surname. It's very bizarre. I'm going to try to pronounce it. Ellie Zolfagafarad. Again, I apologies for my poor pronunciation there. Um, however, your article is bullshit. Um, this is a, a very generic fitness test that uh, PTs will do for many of their clients. It's also um, can be known as a VO2 max depending on how far you take. Uh, the test um, and whether you plug actually a, a mask in your face to measure your VO2 levels, etc., etc. Um, in no way in hell can it be linked to whether you're going to die in the next 10 years or not. It's just a fitness test. Okay, fitness has no correlation to how long you're going to live. Okay, um, we only have to look at marathon runners to note that there have been marathon runners who have died early. They're extremely fit people. Okay. We've only got to look at um, uh, obese people and see that you know they're living to 90 to 100 years old. They're unfit. There's no correlation. Okay, it's just utter fucking tripe. So to to then and the then listed here how to calculate the the title how ca how to calculate your risk of death over the next 10 years. I mean this is a startling scary headline. Okay. So the test consists of three-minute segments that increase in speed and incline. Follow the below stages in order to see your MET score, you reach. Make sure you record your heart rate during each session. So you start off at 1.7 miles per hour at 10% grade for three minutes. That then increases to 2.5 miles an hour over 12%, 3.4 miles per hour 14%, etc. Up to 5.5 miles an hour at 22% if you manage to reach that. And then there's calculation to work out, to, to work it out, and then it tells you whether you're going to die in the next ten years or not. I mean, it's just millions of people are reading this. Ellie, you have a human responsibility not to write and publish this tripe. Go and work for a fucking newspaper which has some morals. Stop. Ugh. Right. Here's another one. With a team of coaches to help you with any goal, fat loss, increased muscle, or performance related, we can help you achieve anything. DanielWheeler.co.uk Right, my new favourite headline from the Daily Mail. Why the 5-2 diet works. It doesn't. 
<laughs> it doesn't work. Um, study shows. Oh, fucking! Hell, I don't even want to give this. I don't even want to give this airtime. Study shows. <sighs> feast and famine does help you live longer, as long as you stay away from superfoods. As long as you stay away from superfoods. Fasting is thought to prevent diseases including cancer and diabetes. Starving body allows it to respond better to stress that might otherwise damage it, according to a study on 24 volunteers over 10 weeks. It causes a small increase of SIRT3, a gene that promotes longevity. When antioxidants, antioxidants were added, some of the benefits disappeared. These can be found in high doses of superfoods such as chokeberries. Right, the 5-2 diet, okay, is unhealthy. It is a fad diet. It's, again, written by Ellie. Ellie, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you writing this tripe? Educate yourself. The 5-2 diet promotes the idea of two days in a week you fast. You only consume 500 or 600 calories, depending if you're a man or a woman. The other idea is then within the, the other five days of the week, you are meant to eat a controlled, healthy diet. The pure principle being is that over the net caloric intake over the week, you're in a deficit, therefore you lose weight. Now, we know that hormones respond to food and body, sorry, food and dietary fat. So if two of the five days of the week we're not consuming the right levels of calories and dietary fat that we need to make our hormones respond correctly, we have a dysfunctioning body, okay? Yes, you might lose some body fat. Yes, you will lose weight. Will your bones be as strong? No. Will your muscles be less? Yes. Will your brain function decline? Yes. Will your metabolism slow down? Yes. Will your immune system dysfunction? Yes. Will your thyroid output decrease? Yes. So these are all the points that we have to take note when we look at starvation. Yes, there is some proof. Again, a study on 24 people. How can we even give that even credit that 24 people have done this study over 10 weeks and we've come to the conclusion that fasting for five days helps you live longer? It's so, so... Beyond wrong. Right, next one. Oh, we have a different one. Ian Fletcher. We have a name now. Do we have a link to a profile about Ian Fletcher at all? Let's have a look. Um, no results found for Ian Fletcher. Lovely. So again, could well be a made-up name. Um, okay, the headline. Fruit juice is still one of the five a day. Calls to have it removed are rejected because drinks... Because... Rejected because because ah oh, they they have a grammar mistake in the headline which is hence my stuttering. Uh, let me correct it for them. Fruit juice is still one of the other five a day. Calls to have it removed are rejected because drink has a string of benefits. And they put the word because in there twice. Uh, fruit juice status under the th under threat due to concern over high sugar products, but rapid review report claims juice helps tackle high blood pressure. Second report says fruit juice is a major, major source of vitamin C and potassium. Right. 
Fruit juice, fruit in general, is fine in moderation. Now, when I mean moderation, I mean one or two portions a day. Not five a day. Five a day is the most ridiculous fucking thing I've heard. Eating five apples, five bananas, five oranges, five or anything a day is fucking stupid. Okay? Do you, the level of fructose in that is is asking f- for, for trouble. Okay? Imagine our children eating five apples, five bananas a day. It's absurd. And then you condense it all into a fruit juice and then magnify the, the fructose content. People have got to understand it's not sugar, okay? We have fructose, sucrose. There's lots of different types of sugar. Fructose is metabolized differently in our body and therefore is, we use it differently. We have to understand these processes and stop labeling it under sugar. It's ridiculous. Yes, fruit has a source of vitamin C and potassium, so does vegetables. In fact, broccoli has a better value of vitamin C than oranges do. So get your children to eat broccoli. A lot less fructose as well. Much more minerals and vitamins. And more, more volume for your calories. And then they've got a list down here, specifically again with oranges in ice. Aisha. Alright, last one. Last one of my rant. Right, uh, this one's written by Nell McAndrew, who is obviously selling her book. Uh, Learn to love running. Model and sub-three-hour marathon runner Neil McAndrew tells how to get started. Research shows the best way to stay healthy is being active. Neil McAndrew started running 11 years ago as a way to de-stress. Here she offers female, which they've spelt incorrectly, uh, advice on how on how anyone can start running. Um, I'm not really sure where to start with this one at the beginning they've got some lovely images of Mel running here Um, uh, Mel looking like she um, hasn't seen um, a a portion of chicken breast in a very long time she has very little muscular um, density anywhere on her body she looks actually quite gaunt she looks very unhealthy you can see her collarbones um, her knees are quite inflamed from the photos as well. Um, she looks like she's aged quite a bit as well, so I'd imagine she's actually quite heavily stressed. Now let's let's look at running as a as a sport. I have no no objections with running if you're able to. Um, now McAndrew, she's been doing it for 11 years as a way to de-stress. Is a retard. Um, sorry, a fucktard, and that's my new word. Um, because it running is stressful. Okay. It, it shuts down vital organs when we run. Um, it's when we run nine times the weight of our body goes through our ankles, our knees, our hips. It reverberates up through our spine and even up to our skull. Um, it's incredibly impactful on our joints. So if anyone is overweight, let's take me as an example, who is not overweight, by the way. <laughs> uh, but I, I weigh 115 kilos, Okay. Now, when I run, that means over a ton of pressure is going through my knees. Now, do we think that's heavy? Um, do we think that's healthy? I don't think so, do you? Now, there are a lot of people who are my weight running these days. I've seen them running around my town. And they look like they're about to have a heart attack. Because it's articles like this who are promoting the fact that we need to run to get fit, to lose weight, to get healthy. 
Um, there's a great bit here. It says, speed up. If your goal is to lose weight, running is one of the most effective ways to do it. However, make certain that you don't overcompensate by overeating afterwards. Every mile you run burns approximately, approximately 100 calories. I mean, it's just, I, I don't, I don't know where to begin. It's so, when, when I say that sentence, I don't know when to begin, I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking at this article and I have, I have about 50 places I could start to discredit and to tear up Neil McAndrew's article here, Okay. So let's 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 take for example, if your goal is to lose weight, running is one of the most effective ways to do it. No, it's not. It's probably one of the least effective ways. It slows down our metabolism. It shuts down vital organs. It actually isn't a very good, efficient way of burning calories. It's nowhere near up there in my top twenty list of burning calories as an exercise. It's terrible, in fact. If you're if you are classified as obese or above in that scale, or even overweight, there's no way you should be running. Okay. <sighs> Um, and uh, and the notion that it burns 100 calories every mile. What utter tripe is this? If I run a hundred, if I run a mile, I'm going to burn a hell of a lot more than 100 calories. I can tell you. Um, and uh, and 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 again, there's this the sentence. You know, if you overeat um, afterwards, well, give me give me some state. You've just given me a figure on how much I'm going to burn. How much shouldn't I eat? Don't tell me I can't overeat. I mean. Uh, Second, once you're confident, try tra- try interval training, which has been proven to burn fat fast and kickstart your metabolism. No, it hasn't. Um, there's no evidence to that at all. Uh, at all. Um, it, it doesn't kickstart your metabolism. There's evidence to suggest it increases it. Um, by how much, we're unsure of at the moment. You know, it's some studies say it's negligible. Some say it's quite high, um, and it certainly doesn't burn fat faster. It's uh, it's insane, this article. Um, and, of course, at the bottom of it, she's selling a book. Click here now to buy Mel's uh, book and her uh, clothing range, which she's bringing out. So, of course, it's, uh, it's a completely biased written article. And to put this into, into perspective, this, this article has been shared uh, just, uh, just over a thousand times on Facebook, it says here. And uh, 377 comments below. Let's read some of these comments. See what they say. Uh, where are they? I'm scrolling down. There they are. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Okay, the first comment is, I started running, forcing myself through a Couch to 5K app. Just started to get into it. Then bang, bursitis <laughs> in my hip and then complete agony. Worried I'll never be able to run again. So I'm not laughing at you, Blue Re- Reacher, is your ID, but you've just cemented my point earlier. Um, da, 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 da. We have a uh, another comment below here. I seem to be the exception, and God knows I've tried so hard to try and run like now. Um, so hard to try to like jogging and running just like now. Um, oh, apparently her real name is Tracy. I didn't know that. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah, there aren't there aren't very many nice comments here. I, I shouldn't really repeat them. 
Um, and then the last comment is, uh, you guys know this is an advert, right? Question mark. So now, sorry, um, you, you should be banned from you should be banned from writing things or selling things and promoting health. You're not even qualified. I mean, I don't even know what the fuck you're doing talking about studies and researches and all that type of stuff. Then again, anyone can be qualified these days, so that's an, an irrelevant point. So I hope you enjoyed this rant. Um, if anyone knows anyone at the Daily Mail, please pass this along. I would love to interview Ellie, uh, for example. I'd like to interview anyone at the Daily Mail and ask them f- for justification, cause and reason behind their, um, their, 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 their articles and their nonsense uh, writing, publications, journalism. I mean, it's not journalism, it's... It's thoughts of a monkey regurgitated through the arsehole of a camel. It's not journalism. Um, If you want to read a proper journalistic approach to fitness and nutrition, I would highly recommend um, the... um, the online magazine, which is um, published, uh, well, co-authored by Joe Warner and um, and John Limpsy, uh, Lipsy, uh, called IronLifeMag.com, and uh, it's about proper training. Um, it is focused around resistance training, as in lifting weights, which I promote all women to do and not to run. Um, it looks masculine, but don't let that put you off, ladies. Uh, the content is really, really good. And uh, it's for people who want to take training smarter. It's, it's for people who want to know education, not bollocks. So, there's my little rant. There's my little plug at the end for Iron Life, who I'm not associated with. I have no association with them. And um, it's just a very good magazine. Uh, DanielWheeler.co.uk hit me up on Twitter at DanWheeler and uh, Facebook Life Changing Fitness cheers guys welcome to the Life Changing Fitness Podcast all we do is change lives